1: Welcome to Spiritual
2: Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award winning life coach, two times best selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I hope you are all doing so well and are so excited for Christmas. It is one week today until the big day. And obviously we are in the Manifesting Rituals End of Year Reset now. We started on Thursday. So we're a couple days in now. And if you do want to catch up, if you missed the opportunity to join us from Thursday, this is your very, very, very last chance to join us. I will pop the link below. And my End of Year Reset is the perfect way to hit the reset button, supercharge your desires for 2024 and come into alignment with beautiful abundance in the year of abundance. 2024 is a year rate in numerology, which is literally the year of abundance. So throughout this 10 day experience together, which you can catch up with right now, instantly, you get an extensive 80 page plus workbook to guide you throughout 2024, two bonuses, a beautiful new year letting go meditation, and a new year manifesting subliminal that features nowhere else. So if you do want to catch up with us, it is not too late, but this is your very last chance to join us. So I will pop the link below, but I am loving the energy so far. And oh my gosh, we also have a little private telegram group as well that I set up as a last minute extra special surprise for everybody. And oh my gosh, just the messages, the energy, the vibes, the shifts the queens have had so far is just so beautiful. So I am so excited to welcome any last of you in and help you make 2024 your best year yet. But you can find all the information below on that link And you can come along, reset and join us as we align and vision our 2024 together. So I hope you are all excited for the festive week. I hope you've got some exciting plans and you're resting. You've enjoyed, oh no, we've got the winter solstice in a couple of days. It's Friday, isn't it? The 22nd of December is the winter solstice. So right before Christmas, so hopefully you're feeling all those restful vibes, those kind of releasing vibes of the year, and you're kind of like really starting to let that light back in. I've got some winter solstice rituals on my YouTube this week, so head on over if you want to learn more about that and have a beautiful ritual and meditation that you can follow. So, to today's episode then, you're probably wondering with the title, what is Emma on about? But hear me out, this is a topic I've had on my podcast topic little note page on my um, computer for so many months now, and I'm like, when is the perfect time to discuss this? And today, the day has finally arrived where I'm like, yes, this feels like the perfect time to talk about being absolutely delusional. (laughs) So, Give me some time to explain why this is the secret to manifesting. And I've got some great examples to give you with this that really sparked my inquiry early this year into exploring this myself and giving it a whirl too. So why is being DeLulu the Salulu? I can't take credit for that magical quote right there. This is, I keep seeing it on TikTok and I can't remember the chap who, um, whose videos this was from, Um, but he makes me laugh every single time I see his videos. Um, You'll know who I mean by DeLulu, but he said, you know, being DeLulu is the Salulu, And I was like, oh my gosh, this, I'm absolutely writing that down for this episode. So essentially what first sort of like triggered this inquiry with me was when I watched the George Michael Wham documentary on Netflix a few months ago. And you might think that sounds so random and Emma's watching Wham, like, are you okay? I have honestly, like, a little secret obsession with Wham <laughs> like my partner loves their music and George Michael so um my best friend Hannah does as well my mum like everybody around me seems to love Wham and George Michael and I must admit I do absolutely have a few songs on my car playlist as well um so I do actually quite like their music hence why I wanted to obviously watch the documentary and learn more and I love watching these documentaries about you know hugely successful people and like learn more about George Michael as well, because he's always sort of like fascinated me. Anyway, when there's an actual like video clip in there of when they'd first started Wham! And they just kind of really started taking off the two of them. They were kind of at the peak of their fame, very, very young still. And someone asked them like, did you like, you know, did you expect this success to happen? Did you think that this was gonna happen for you? And George turns around and says, absolutely, because I was delusional to believe that we could do this. And I thought, oh my God, like delusional to think that they could do this. And he talks more about how he just had this determination. I mean, he didn't flat out say he was manifesting. Otherwise I'd be like, oh my God. But he was you know, saying that how he had this flat out determination and this motivation, he was delusional enough to believe it could happen. So that's why it did happen. And I thought, Oh, this is a good one. Anyway, last week or a couple of weeks ago, Stephen Barler, love his podcast as well, posted this quote on his Instagram and I screenshotted it. So I obviously had it to quote in this episode. And I thought this, This is the topic. This is why George Michael made this work, because he was delusional to believe it could happen. So Stephen wrote on his stories, the best people I've ever worked with have this innate bias towards believing things are possible despite the odds, resources, or starting point. When faced with seemingly impossible challenges, they default to how it can be done, not why it can't. These people are seemingly unrealistic and that's why the greatness they create looks unrealistic and impossible. The opposite of this is people who continually and habitually default to focusing on reasons why things can't happen. This in any team is a virus. And I thought, okay, obviously he's talking about, you know, team and co-work and his business in that kind of, um, you know, quote there. But I thought this is that same sentiment of, you have to be delusional enough to make the impossible possible. And I look back over my seven years, obviously knowing about manifestation and knowing about the law of attraction. And I look back over my 10 years of being an entrepreneur and having huge, huge, wild success in both businesses. And I think, God, I was delusional and still am highly delusional about the things that I bring into my reality. Now, obviously I have, I'm a very grounded Virgo. I'm very practical. I've definitely got my feet on the ground. We're not talking like, delusional, delusional. But I also heard Manifestation Babe talk about this on her recent podcast episode, Nitty Gritty. I'm going to link it below because I was obsessed with this episode and I think you all need to listen to it as well, just because of how much amazing information she gave on how she went, I think it was like from a 25,000 year in her business to like $600,000 year in business. And she basically made all these quantum leaps and jumps and she runs through basically everything she did to do that. And I listened to it, and I thought, oh my gosh, like this is so great. And in there, she literally says, I was so delusional about the reality that I wanted that I just became so delusional that it, it was my reality. Like there was no other reality that existed. I was living this reality that I had envisioned. So it was, you know, it had to happen. By delusion, it happened. And I thought, well, I never would have obviously probably used the term delusional before because I think there's probably some connotations with that. But I thought, you know what? This is so true. The people who really manifest those huge, impossible seeming manifestations. And again, I've seen this in all walks of life. I've seen this through my clients, my followers, you, my community, my friends, my peers, what, you know, the people I follow online as well that, you know, even the most seemingly impossible things, and I'm gonna use this because to me, this seems like the biggest miracle and like the best outcome ever, but basically I've had a lot of women who have come to my events or worked me one to one over the years who have told me they have a less than 5% chance of conceiving naturally. Now, obviously that would seem seemingly impossible, right? You would think, well, okay, the doctors are telling them that it must be true. And obviously to these women, that's heartbreaking. To these couples, it's absolutely heartbreaking to hear that. But they have the hope. And they also come to me not to fix that problem because I'm no fertility doctor, but you know, they wanna work on themselves. They wanna work on their femininity. They wanna work on their divine feminine, their womb energy, everything like that. And obviously that's not obviously my primary work that I do, but I obviously do do that as well in my sessions. So I always focus on the person. I never focus on that because, you know, that's not my place to fix or deal with that. I focus on the person, their mindset, their blocks and manifesting. So I obviously worked with these people and helped them to the best of my ability that I could on themselves. And every single one of them has come back to me saying months later or sending me pictures of their newborns saying like, your work massively helped me to do this. And, you know, I'm not pointing this out to say my work specifically, I'm pointing this out to say they were delusional enough to believe against all odds they could have a healthy, happy baby, and they did. And that's not just down to my work, that's down to them. You know, authors, teachers, everybody, you know, all we're doing is guiding people home to their own innate power. We're, we're just kind of like the can openers, so to speak. So, you know, regardless of who they work with, they have been delusional enough to believe that baby could exist. They were delusional enough against all odds, against probably the doctors telling them, you need to look at all options, look at IVF, and you know all the probably depressing things that were kind of said to them in those meetings. They went away and said, no, we're gonna be delusional enough to try. And even Kourtney Kardashian, I know that she went on an IVF journey with her husband, eventually they gave up and then they conceived naturally after all that time of trying all the treatments etc so this does definitely happen and I love this baby example because to me that is like such an incredible turnaround a miracle and like it's new life at the end of the day like how would that not make you so happy to hear that someone has got their dream to have a family or to have a baby But there are multiple examples I can give you, you know, from things I've heard, things I've seen, things I've even experienced. Like a really recent example of this was the house that we manifested this year. And the reason why it felt impossible to me was because I'd never manifested a 100,000 pounds in two weeks in one sum. Over the years, in multiple amounts, sure, easy. In two weeks? Nah, I'd never done that before. And obviously the pressure was on like, you know, we wanted to buy a house together. We knew that we needed three bedrooms. We knew what we needed. And yes, to some, it probably did seem delusional as a first time home, but we're like 30, age. You know what I mean? We need the space. We both work from home. We wanted a house we could grow into. And I didn't just want a house to not feel exciting or expansive or match the level of life where I'm at, you know? So I probably did have some high expectations there. Um, but actually when we started looking, cause obviously in Dorset, it's quite pricey. Um, You know, we were looking at what our kind of budget was and of course it was all on my shoulders being self-employed that I was the reason of what we could borrow allowance-wise because my partner has a fixed income so his would be fixed regardless. There's no kind of wiggle room with that. Um, And obviously my situation looked very, very bleak for a few weeks. Um, all because I would taken my accountant's advice to go limited a couple years before. Um, And I've spoken about this quite a few times of like, if you're self-employed, really think about your mortgage options before you make big decisions in the company. Um, So yeah, I was faced with a very kind of bleak, kind of, um, I would say impossible situation of there was no way with that allowance we could buy anything remotely close to what we needed. Um you know you're talking about a flat at that at that point. Um not a house, let alone three bedrooms and it was just depressing if I'm honest because I was like how do I have this hugely successful six figure business, savings in the bank and my partner has an incredibly good job as well and we're faced with this reality like this is insane. Anyway, couple of weeks went by and obviously I got different advice from different people. And obviously, depending on what lender you go with, they class different things with limited companies. So the, the company we went with, our mortgage provider, took in different things that other companies didn't, which massively hired the allowance. But it still wasn't quite enough. And I was like okay, we've got 60K, (laughs) we just need another 40K. And I thought if I was delusional enough to think that manifesting 100K in two weeks through thin air was possible, 40K is nothing, nothing. And literally I do believe I was pretty delusional because I knew I was like, this house is happening. Like I know it in my soul, this house is happening and we're meant to buy I don't care if it's this year, I don't care if it's next year, but I know at some point this house is meant to come. And if you remember, I repeated the very famous mantra, which I recommend to anybody who's wanting to manifest money or feels that pressure, is somehow in some way, the money always comes, the money is always met. I repeated that to myself, probably a good few times a day to calm myself, to feel surrendered, to feel trusting in this process, The honesty felt impossible to me. And it felt impossible, not because I hadn't manifested that level of money before, but I hadn't done it in one lump sum in two weeks, because we only had two weeks to get it. And also it was like, it, it seemed to me like it was gonna be out of thin air because it couldn't come through the business. And you know, I didn't have any unexpected inheritances coming and obviously didn't want anything to happen to anybody. So I was like, "Um, well, that's quite a bit, quite a bit. But what ended up happening was through that quote unquote delusion and through that belief as well, which if we look at delusion, it's a level of deep, deep trust and belief in the universe, that money was met. And every time that allowance would go up and up and up every few days as we try something else, I was like, this is possible. This is possible. I was delusional enough to believe that 60k could happen, so 40k is easy, like not even stressing about it anymore. And I do believe that delusion was what helped us manifest it and manifest with ease as well. Like the whole process, although it was nerve-wracking, did feel eased to some degree. And then obviously we found the house, we put in our offer, and the rest is history. But I do believe that this house for me was a huge moment of delusion this year of I don't know how I believed that, but I just knew that that money was gonna come. And I put it down to two things, and I've spoken about this before and trust, and you know the two pillars of trust, that well, the first pillar of building trust is lived experience. So looking back at previous manifestations and experiences, and knowing, well, if I've done this, like this is absolutely possible. So of course, if you're day one on manifesting and you've only just discovered it, your level of belief may not be as high as someone who's been manifesting for 10, 20 years or five years. So lived experience is something that can be built over time and built through your own experiences of manifesting. And the second part to belief or building that belief and trust is obviously mindset, looking at your limiting beliefs. And I know that in that previous December and January, I had cleared huge money blocks and up-leveled hugely with money to see it in a very different way. And I feel like I've recently gone through that again with quite some profound beliefs and up-leveling that maybe I didn't even know was there. So we do go through an up-leveling when we're delusional, but I believe that being delusional is not a bad thing. And obviously I'm going to caveat this with maybe being delusional about some things in life is not good for us. Like for instance, if you're in a not great relationship or toxic relationship and you're, you know, I don't want to use the word quote unquote delusional because that's insultive to people. But like, do you know what I mean? Like you're kind of like convincing yourself that, it's all good, this person's great and you know, you know deep down in your soul that it's not the most healthy relationship to be in, it's not fulfilling you and it's not helping your mental health at all, obviously you do not want to be delusional in that situation, you want to be very real, have your feet on the ground and be able to look at that situation for what it is, to be able to make the most aligned and informed decisions for yourself Absolutely, we're not using those circumstances as opportunities to be delusional. But whether it's money, whether it's believing you can have that house, maybe that's feeling delusional about the growth of your business. Maybe that's feeling delusional that you can have those things that you desire. But being delusional is still open. Being delusional is not where you're fixated or attached. And although you look at the George Michael situation, you look at Stephen Bartlett's quote, you look at the examples I've given you, there was still very much openness to that delusion. There wasn't like, I'm so delusional that this one thing has to happen. Now, to some degree, that could absolutely happen if you were fixated on one thing and you were detached enough and that was what was destined for you, sure. But keep open with your delusion because, at the end of the day, it's about the end result and you being happy, right? It's not necessarily how you get there, when you get there, why you get there, etc. It's holding that end goal and that end abundance in your mind's eye and knowing that that is possible for you. So delusion, I would say, is another technique for belief. It's another technique for building that deep, deep, unwavering trust in the universe and yourself. Because if you don't trust yourself, how can you trust the universe? And it's really funny because um, one of my old friends who I used to know when we were younger, she used to be our acting teacher. So she's a couple years older than us. And she always used to say to me, Emma, you always just had this determination about you. Like I couldn't put my finger upon on it, but you've always had this determination in life. And yeah, like it's so good to see that you've like done something with it. And I really thought about it and thought like, wow, like I obviously don't remember that I was very young, but like, I guess it's so true that- I was delusional enough to at eight years old point at the WH Smith bookstand in my local um WH Smith where I lived and say, Mum, one day my book's gonna be up there. And she probably thought, okay, Emma, sure. And lo and behold, guess who has books that are on bookshelves? Not WH Smith yet, but we'll get there, babes. Um, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, I was delusional enough at eight years old to believe that intuition that was coming through and voice that to my own mum. And I was delusional enough when I was, um, again, I remember this so clearly in business studies. I um, did business studies for GCSE and I loved it. It was so great to be in that environment and learn all these things. But obviously back in that day, you know, we're talking 14 plus years ago at this point, probably 15 or 16 actually, because I was, yeah, I was younger than 16 anyway. Um, I was in business studies and we had to do this project and we had to like invent something, make a business. And we had to make like a little kind of like, I guess like a vision board, a kind of like demonstration of what our business would be. And I made myself the business. And obviously looking back, I'm like, Emma, why did you make yourself the business? That's so vain. Um, And obviously my teacher at the time was like, what the heck is this? Like you failed the test, you failed the assignment, like... Do you know what I mean? Like, why have you put, you can't be a business, Emma. Like, you have to invent something. You have to have a product. And these core memories stick in my mind because I thought, and you know, over the years, I'm like, my intuition knew though. Like, at the time, I may have thought I was delusional. I may have thought, why have I done this? And even now, I'm like, why did you do that, Emma? But I was clearly tapping into something. And at that point in time, YouTube was a baby. You know, there were no influences.
0: That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
2: Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected
3: medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs.
2: Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There were no content creators. There were no girl bosses. There were no any of the stuff that we have today. So it probably did seem really delusional to my to my friends in the class and to this teacher, but to me, it made sense. But at the time it made absolutely no sense. And I believe this is very much what George Michael was tapping into of, he was delusional enough to believe it could happen. At the time, he had no prior experience of being a global pop star sensation in a band. He had no experience of any of that. Um, You know, it's really fascinating seeing his backstory and his family life. And oh my gosh, like do go watch it. It's really inspirational. And I just thought like, but he had that delusion to believe that he could be the top, you know, pop star duo. And Wham was. And he was delusional enough to believe they could be number one and they were. So, I think delusion absolutely comes from that trust and that belief, but I think it can also come from intuition. There's room for that too, where obviously at eight years old, I had no prior experience of being an author. So my eight-year-old self had nothing to base that intuition or voice in her head on, you know? And obviously like inner voice, I mean, not like a voice in my head, an inner voice. Um, And then, you know, my obviously 15, 16 year old self in business studies like had no prior experience of running a business or being the face of a business or you being the product. Um, None of that, none of that existed. That was not even something I would have seen online or on TV, like it just didn't happen back then. It was all very much, you must invent a product. You must bring a product to market. And very like old school business, you know? So in those instances, I didn't have an example. In the manifesting the house example, I didn't have an example of manifesting 100K, but what I did have an example was of manifesting that 100K over a period of time. So for me, it was really about looking at my previous money experiences and saying, well, you manifested the sale of your business, you know, there's an example of a big amount of money that you've manifested. So there you go, there's proof you've done that. Then there's money that you've manifested every single year through the business, like launch, you know, kind of goals and stuff. So there you go, there's your examples as well. So for me at that point, I did have an example, but it still was like, well, this is a new situation because there's another person involved, my partner, Um, And obviously, like, it's the computer says yes or no. There's no kind of like, I can't convince someone to give us a mortgage. Like, you know, I can't speak to someone directly and hope for the best. You know, it's a computer system with figures and a yes or no button, basically. So, I think there's different ways that we can look at being delulu, being this delulu. But I do believe that having a level of delusion, positive delusion, obviously, um, can really help us to kickstart that visualization and trust process. Even if we don't fully embody that trust, when you get hit with those intuition waves, it's like, I just know I'm gonna do this. Like, there's no other option. I just know that I need to go pursue that new career, that new path, that new you know, passion project. I need to write that book. Sometimes things don't make sense. And as I've given you with those examples, sometimes none of those made sense to me at the time, but looking back, they all made sense. My intuition was coming through. I clearly knew that that was what I was meant to do and what I was meant to, you know, go on to create and go on to do with the house. It was like, it just kind of came out of nowhere and was like, it's happening now. So I feel like when that window of opportunity is here from the universe, like when we have these window of opportunities for things to come in and abundance to come in and we're in alignment with that, and we have this almost like delusion, there's nothing in this world that can stop it. So. I want to encourage you to be a little bit more delusional with your life, positively delusional. So, you know, how can you, com- I don't wanna say convince yourself because that sounds a bit of a weird word to use here, but how can you become delusional in your desire? So if you want to manifest that dream relationship, how can you be delusional enough to know you've already got that? If you wanna manifest that money, how can you be delusional enough to know it's already yours? If you want to manifest a career for example or something you're really passionate about taking off how can you be delusional enough to know your success is inevitable and again you start off small with this it's not just about going in all guns blazing being like I am a millionaire and I'm so delusional. I'm already living as a millionaire. Like, because your subconscious could pipe up here and be like, are you okay, hun? Like you've listened to this podcast, but are you okay? Like we've not said this before. So you need to obviously meet yourself where you're at with this. Delusional is becoming delusional through steps. It's not just, you know, convincing yourself blindly. You know, there has to be a level of belief there. so. Hopefully you're obviously like maybe working with some tools and methods already from my books. Obviously, I've got my YouTube channel as well. This podcast has six years of amazing resources on here too. You know, you could work with some affirmations to start to build that level of belief. But I want you to see this exercise of delusion as a trust and belief exercise to build that unwavering, unshakable trust that it is already yours, that it is already in your energy field, you are already calling this in. It's not a process of, I need to go and do this thing. It's no, I'm being and becoming the person who has this. That's it, this is an alignment process. This is not having a whole personality transplant. It's not becoming a whole separate version of myself. I am the person who has this desire here and now. And you're then aligning and fine tuning your frequency to become the embodiment of that, to welcome that into your reality. And I think the one thing that I, I guess I've been delusional about, but actually, oh my God, this is such a good one to share as well. Okay, we're not over yet. We're discussing this too. I actually said this to my friend this morning about, and I didn't use the word delusional, I used, choosing a new reality but for me i feel like i was delusional enough to do this so there's some really big instances in my life over the last few years where i've been delusional enough to choose a new reality people would have told me that that probably wasn't possible psychics would have told me that that was destined for me but to be real open and honest with you back in 2020 i was in a really stuck place in my life positively wealthy was about to come out And the relationship that I was in at the time was not great, not good. Just, yeah, (laughs) you've heard about it before, it was not good. Um, And I was in a very stuck place, energetically, like I was trying to move past it, trying to break through it and nothing was working. Like it was just there, the soul connection was still there, the cause of attachment was still there. It was a problem to say the least, that I wanted to move on and I was like, I'm done with this, I'm so sick of this. But I just wasn't seeing this like, shift. I was not feeling free. I was not progressing with my life or progressing towards what I actually wanted in a relationship. So I went to my psychic that I'd gone to for many, many, many years. And once again, just like every single psychic I went to many over that time, told me you're meant to be with this person and they're going to come back. And I was like, oh my God, like this again, for God's sake. And at this point I knew I did not want to be with this person. I was seeing the light. There'd been some very revealing things that had happened. And I was like, absolutely not. Like I have not come all this way in my life and gone through everything that I've gone through and healed so freaking much. To accept that as my reality, like absolutely not, so in that instance, I was delusional enough to believe that I could change my whole path and destiny to choose better. Now, do we know how you know the universe and psychics and everything intricately works? No, so there probably was something in my soul contract that I was able to make a decision up level, and you know my partner was always meant to come in. you know, we just don't know all these things, but that was the information that I was being told at the time. And it was exhausting, it was truly exhausting. And I was like, no, I choose better. And I literally had this delusion and this fierce, fierce direction of like, I can choose better. I am the author of my life. I am not going through all of this for that as my reality, like sod that. So I believe I was delusional enough to defy everything I was being told, everything that quote unquote, the universe was delivering as well. And these were really accurate psychics. Like they weren't like fake. They were very, very accurate psychics. And everybody was saying the same things, obviously picking up on the same things. And I was like, hell no, (laughs) like no, 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 no. So I did a very, very powerful like meditation and kind of like cutting ceremony of like cords and oh my gosh, like I knew what I was doing was very profound. And I was like affirming in every way possible, spiritually, emotionally, and physically, that that was over, that that was not my reality and I choose better. And that was a mantra I used to repeat, I choose better, I choose better. And it was almost like on my 27th birthday, a couple months later, I felt this huge, like it was done. Like this huge, like I could feel that was done. There was no denying it. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. I'm free. Like I can actually move forward. And then I obviously started on dating apps and then I dated a few people. And now here we are. And obviously I'm with my lovely partner who I live with. So at the time, absolutely I was delusional enough because people probably would have told me, don't fight what's meant for you. And Jesus, if that's what's meant for me, like, oh my gosh. So I chose better because I knew I deserved better. And in that moment of worthiness, in that moment of the integration and embodiment of all the healing and love that I had for myself that I didn't have before, I was delusional enough to manifest a whole new reality. And you know there's there's another thing actually was again with psychics trish my amazing psychic again totally accurate on everything and amazing told me a couple months ago that i would be like quite bored and kind of unfulfilled in work until march and that nothing would kind of really hit the mark or feel good for me until march and i was like what like i have just gone through the hardest summer of my life like recalling childhood things, which was not easy. And like, obviously it was a process to go through and healing and, you know, working with my therapist and things. And I was like, I've had a really hard summer and now I've come back to work and I love it as always. And it feels so much better now. I've injected all this amazing new energy into it for you to tell me that I'm gonna be bored and unfulfilled until March. Everything else in the reading was great, by the way. But I was like, no, I'm not accepting that as my reality. No, I have not come this far. I have not worked this hard to feel like, and obviously over the years, you know, there've been periods where I felt that with various different offerings. And I thought, I've just got out of that place. I've just got out of feeling stuck with everything. So no, everything's flowing. Everything feels good. And yeah, sure, if there's different offerings and different courses to come in and March, cool, I'm open to that, you know, like bring those in. But right here, right now can still be good. And I can still birth and create the most amazing things that are gonna serve people. But most importantly, feel so much joy doing that and i said to my friend who I was voice meeting again that was another example of i chose differently have i felt bored no have i felt unfulfilled no have i felt like things have missed the mark no i feel so happy everything is thriving in the business and obviously i've just launched manifesting rituals end of year reset I can't tell you how much joy I had recording that course for you, channeling the things that go in it, creating the workbook, adding all the bonuses. I feel so happy doing that course. And I feel like it's one of the things that, especially this year, that has just been, oh my gosh, like the best thing to come in, to drop in and to you know launch into the world. Same with my one-to-one sessions. They felt a little bit kind of like stagnant earlier this year. Um, And now like they're totally different. The energy is totally different and every session is so much fun. So I'm like, I chose differently. And I think, you know, and I I actually ironically saw someone post in my law of attraction support group the other day that they went to a psychic and they told them they're going to get married and have lots of children. And she was like, that is the furthest thing away from what I want. And I said to her these examples and I said, look, psychics see windows of opportunities. They see things in your aura field. They see things that are like there as possibilities. But the way that the world works now is very different. And my psychics have always said to me, like by whatever year they feel like they're Work's going to be kind of like diminished anyway because people are changing timelines in their life so quickly. I am an example of that with choosing differently. So, actually, when things used to feel very concrete and very linear and very like that will happen as like a cement block for someone, even time frames, like they just can't predict or give that now because you know, unless they're like 100% sure, like things just change constantly in all of us, in all of our vibrations and lives and energy. So I think this is your reminder as well that you can be delusional enough to change something that doesn't feel good. Um, You know, as I said to this woman who commented that in the group, that you can choose, like you can choose energetically whether you want to have children or not. Like you decide. It's not kind of like, and again, I don't just mean with children, I mean with everything. Like, you don't have to feel like it's some sentence. Like, and that's what it definitely felt like when the psychic was telling me about my ex. And I was like, damn, you know, it shouldn't be a sentence. Like, you get to choose. If it doesn't feel good, don't choose it. Choose something different. Choose a higher reality, a higher timeline that feels good to you and your nervous system. And as you grow and evolve, your desires will grow and evolve too. And absolutely at some point in my life, of course I wanted that relationship to work with my ex, but now, hell no. So as we grow, as we evolve, so will our mindset, so will our beliefs, so will our trust. And we, sometimes it takes that courage of being delusional to choose a higher, better timeline where you do welcome in, all of your dreams, where you welcome in the highest abundance that you've been dreaming of and you think, God, I was so delusional to believe that could happen, just like George Michael, just like Stephen Bartlett, just like all of us. But it happened and it happened because I was delusional enough to believe I could do it. And maybe even if you look at your level of trust of like, Is this possible? Actually look at your level of trust of, can I do this? Because sometimes if we can just believe like you can do it, that's like the first step, the first hurdle of this. For me, it's more, it's not necessarily believing that I can't do it. It's more necessarily believing that like the universe will meet me with that. I know as a Virgo, I can do it. So for me, it's kind of like the opposite. But for you, the block could be that you don't believe you can do it. And there's some great inner work that you can kind of start with. But as we wrap up this podcast, I want you to ask yourself this week how you can invite yourself to be more positively delusional in your life. How can you be delusional enough to believe that it's already yours? How can you be delusional enough to know, just like I did in that moment of walking away, you can choose your reality. You can choose the way your life looks and feels as long as it's for the highest good. And for me, I definitely know that was for the highest good. Praise Lord be. So, um, you know, you get to decide. And again, this friend I was talking about earlier when I was saying about the decisions, you know, she felt like she couldn't decide. And I said, of course you can decide, like it's your life. And if I've got these examples of being able to be delusional enough to think that I could choose differently, it happened. Because in my mind, there was no way that my work was not going to feel good after the fricking summer I've had. So I was like, no, I choose differently. I choose to know that just like always my work brings me joy. And it was that level of unshakable belief and unshakable, you know, words that I was saying to myself that my subconscious and my body and my energy field was like, yeah, we're, we're on board with this. We believe this, meaning it manifested into my reality. So, Just because someone said it's gonna happen to you doesn't mean it's gonna happen. Now that's not the message of this podcast, but I think it ties in nicely to sometimes having the courage to be delusional enough to know you can create the life you want and that doors and opportunities will open when we have the courage to be delusional enough to claim it and say, this is who I am, this is what I'm gonna manifest. And those doors are gonna open for me because I am delusional enough to believe it's gonna happen. And again, if you don't wanna use the word delusional, you can use another word as well. Like this is literally just the example that George Michael shared, Stephen Bartlett, um, and obviously Manifestation Babe shared as well. So I think it's just great to see like lots of different people talking about how being really delusional has really served them. And yeah, it's definitely something that I'm embodying more and kind of seeing what fits in my life. And I think the house earlier this year was a great example of that for me. So, absolutely, even I'm encouraging myself to be more delusional and, and dream bigger with things. So, I hope that is your invitation to positively be more delusional this week. And hopefully, this podcast makes a lot more sense now you've listened to it. And of course, as always, I will link everything I've mentioned in the description box below in this podcast so you can go and check it out too. But let me know your thoughts. How are you gonna be more delusional, positively delusional this week? Um, And did this episode resonate with you? Is there anything that you've been More delusional about in your life, and it's manifested, and you're like, oh my gosh, like I totally know that feeling you're on about Emma, and it's happened for me. Let me know because I'm sure anybody listening would love to read and see those things as well. And thank you so much for listening to the last solo cast of 2023. The next one will be on the 1st of January. So, literally, what a way to start the new year! But I just want to say a big, big thank you for listening to the podcast, for supporting me and my work this year for all your gorgeous energy that you bring to all my episodes here, my YouTube everywhere. And I just wanna say the biggest, biggest thank you for being here and for listening to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast this year. And next year is gonna be even bigger, even better with some very, very exciting guest interviews as well. So I hope you have the most magical Christmas and festive period, whatever you're up to with your loved ones. And the most amazing new year as well, full of so much abundance, love and joy. And I will see you all on January the 1st for, I totally forgot to mention this as well, my free five-day manifesting challenge. The link to that will be down below as well. So my annual five-day manifesting challenge, I do this every single year. This is our seventh year, I believe now. Um, And oh my gosh, like, it's the most fun thing in the world. It's completely free. You have nothing to lose, but everything to gain from spending the first five days of January with me completely free. And every day I set you some tasks and actions and we do some fun little things to create a container of magical abundance to kickstart the year for you. So come and join me for that if you want to come and be delusional with me. Delusion isn't one of the exercises, but we can bring this energy into it. Um, And yeah, I just hope you have the most amazing Christmas and new year, whatever you're up to. And I will see you all next year oh my gosh literally next year but thank you so much gorgeous souls for listening i appreciate all your views and listens don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because i would love love to see you again soon don't forget you can also join my free law of attraction support group over on facebook where i can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality i hope you have the most amazing week whatever you're up to and i'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week and next year january the first baby lots of love